Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? How's everything going? Seems like it was a good weekend this weekend. I don't know. I saw a couple of good games myself down there at the Den at Piney Orchard, and we will get to that here in a second because, boy, it was a great weekend to be a black bear, let me tell you that right now. Uh, a huge win, a huge award weekend for the Black Bears, and we'll get to that here right now. We'll start off with Friday night as the Danbury Junior Hattricks came into town, and the Black Bears have had very good success against the Junior Hattricks since they moved to Danbury. Um, they used to be the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Knights, had some decent success there, but since they moved to Danbury, the Black Bears have really turned it on and uh, really taken it to the Junior Hattricks. So the first period had a little bit of interesting situations going forward. The Black Bears uh, got off to a somewhat decent start, but Danbury did start to track themselves in the beginning. They had a little bit of pep in their step to get things going, but Colin Ronan was solid to start off with, got through that initial fury overall and uh, was able to settle things down. Then he only faced a very limited amount of shots after that in the first period. But after the midway point, that's when the Black Bears really got things going for themselves. It started with Sebastian Brockman. Brockman, uh, a tender player. You know, he is uh, a legacy player uh, for the Black Bears. His brother, Jacob Brockman, playing on the 21-22 team. So a, a family lineage in this instance uh, for the Black Bears. He comes in uh, and boom, just a big hammer from the point. Gets it nice and teed up. Throws it home for his first of the year. Assist going to Cal, uh, Cal Houston, his first assist of the year. Kareem El-Bashir, his eighth assist of the year. Black Bears up one to nothing past that midway point. Then, just with 17 seconds remaining, Matthew Croxel gets a nice little feed in front from Evan Sofakitis, and then boom, in the net it goes for his third of the year. Croxel uh, getting credit for the goal. Sofakitis with his fifth assist. Thomas Toth with his fourth assist. Black Bears in the driver's seat after 20 minutes of play, and then it was all Black Bears by and large in the second period. Now, the shot total on the NAHL website is two to nothing for the Black Bears. I want to say, now my memory, if memory serves, I was sitting in the penalty box for uh, for the game. Memory a little shaky. Think think both teams got more shots than just two total in the second period. But who am I to say? I was just sitting in the penalty box. But the Black Bears, they do get on the board. Uh, those two shots uh, uh, subsequently were goals. Shockingly enough, Kareem El Bashir. With a nice little uh, gathering the puck in front, tipping it in, putting it home for his second of the year. Keanu Crin with his third assist of the year. Cal Houston, his second of the game, second of the season, makes it 3 nothing. Black Bears. And then just under two minutes, Crin with his second of the year after a, a heck of a play by Ben Toser. Um, just wheeling and dealing through the defense, up in the air. Kren with the hand-eye coordination, pots at home for his second of the year. Toaster's second assist. And newcomer Artem Shapanov with his first assist as a Black Bear. Congratulations to him. Black Bears up 4 to nothing, And then everything was shut down city for Colin Ronan. Uh, Danbury did their best trying to throw everything in there. Got a little chippy at the end as uh, both sides taking some... Uh, uh, hits here and there, a lot of talking going on between the two teams, but everything in the end came out Black Bears as the Black Bears roll four to nothing on this one. Colin Ronan with a 20 save effort from 20 shots. That's perfection for him. That's his first shutout of the year. That's the 20th 
shutout in Black Bears franchise history. So a nice little momentum memento there for him to start things going. And I mean, man, you gotta you gotta love the effort for that. You gotta like wins in situations where you need to win. You you hate the trap games. You hate that being uh, a situation where you you think a, a team of ill composure goes on from there, but whatever. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to get too romantic with it to depend the shutout while I'm loading up Saturday's score sheets. Again, we're shorthanded on the computer stuff here. Uh, Verizon, really, Verizon and my ho- my uh, townhome not doing great for me. Well, that's another podcast for another time or a question and answer period. We can do at the rink. Anyway, we get to Saturday's game and Saturday's first period. Lord of mercy. Um, if the shot count was any total um, or, or any, I guess, notification of how the night went, um, you could tell where it was going from here. 27 nothing, were the totals rung up for shots in favor of the Black Bears. Unfortunately, they were in, only able to get one goal, and that was a beautiful play between uh, Adam Shankula and Kareem El-Bashir, with El-Bashir finishing off a nice little pass from Shankula. El-Bashir's third goal of the year, uh, Adam Shankula hitting the 10-assist mark already. 27 shots in the first to zero. Black Bears defense locking it down uh, for them, including a, a Charlie uh, Charlie Anderson, who got into the mix with his first NHL game. Uh, congrats to him from Fox Motors in Michigan. He gets in there as the extra defenseman. He did play pretty well. He helps th- shut things out for that second period, though. 37 seconds in. Ryder Nainhouse. Uh, who had a great weekend. I think Nainhouse had a stellar weekend, underrated weekend uh, for his first few uh, foray into the Black Bears world. Played very fast, played very uh, smart hockey, uh, and was able to pot one home off a nice little pass from Jesse Horacek and Evan Sofakitis. Uh, Nainhouse's first, Horacek's fourth assist, Sofakitis's sixth assist, Black Bears up two to nothing. Only 37 seconds into the second period. But, hey, not to be outdone. And they said, you know what, let's let's put it on the pressure some more. Matthew Croxel pots home his fourth. Again, a nice little pass from Sofakitis. Sofakitis having a great year. A nice little breakout year for him in the early going. Um, someone who jumps into the lineup, gets put in there, and is creating dividends for this team on that back end. Um Seventh assist for Sovakitis. Luke Janis also getting a touch on that for his sixth assist on Croxel's fourth goal. Black Bears outshoot Danbury 24-6 in that frame. Then in the third period, a little bit more tame. Eight total shots, 5-3 to three for the Black Bears, but three of those five shots went in. Jesse Horacek with a great play behind the net, knowing how he can shield the puck, knowing where to shield the puck. He was able to protect the puck going behind the net, comes out, has all the time in the world. No one decides to put a body on him. He rips a nice little backhand uh, over the shoulder of the goaltender for his fourth of the year. Dimitri Kibru's ninth assist. Devin Navazny with his second assist of the year. Black Bears up four to nothing. Then Keanu Krem with his third of the year. A nice little passing play between him and Adam Shankula. Uh, and Kareem El-Bashir in there has Johnny P dubbed them the SeaWorld line because all of them are wearing full visors. So it's a fishbowl, SeaWorld, Johnny P's got jokes. Uh, so <laughs> Kren with his third goal of the year, Shankula's 11th assist, Kareem El-Bashir with his ninth assist of the year. And then not to be outdone, El-Bashir decides to get in on it once again for his second of the year. Beautiful pass over from Shankula. 
in the net for El Bashir. His fourth of the year, Shankula's 12th assist. Evan Sofakitis with his third assist of the night and his eighth assist of the year. Black Bears roll in this one. A score of six to Cobb overall. It was chippy there, especially in the first period. Um, had a lot of uh, a lot of fight in both of these teams. You saw that at the end of Saturday night, or Friday night rather, going into Saturday. Just a lot of emotion going into that on uh, both sides of the puck. And then here we are. Black Bears get it done on the ice, off the ice. Everything's going their way. Colin Ronan, his second shutout in as many nights. Nine saves, light night for him, hanging out, doing his thing, keeping focused on that one. Uh, and he gets himself another dub. That is uh, his second shutout of the year in as many nights. And it is the eighth shutout the Black Bears have had against Danbury. I told you earlier, they do well against Danbury since they moved to Connecticut. This is showing up in spades right now for the sheer fact that, yes, eight shutouts against this team since they've moved to Danbury. That's pretty dang insane. So uh, congratulations to, uh, to to the Black Bears. A great weekend. Um, you know, it, it's, it's these early seasons that's going to get you. We're already 10 games in. We are already almost to the quarter pole. So, you know, any kind of win, again, especially in – in division, you get nine teams. You got to get all the points you can get. The way too early standings: Black Bears sitting in first, one point above the Northeast Generals at seven two and one, seven hundred win percentage. Got to like that. Forty goals to twenty one, a plus nineteen differential. They'll roll into New Jersey next. That's where they go. Um, we'll preview that. But first, this. Kareem El Bashir joining us right now. Man, what a week for you. It ends up with uh, yesterday or Tuesday's commitment to Army. First off, congratulations. Second Thank off, you. take us through the process of how you know how you came about and why you settled, uh, you decided on Army. Well, um, I went on a visit there this summer after reaching out to them, and I, I just thought their facilities were amazing. I mean, they had an incredible gym, an incredible campus. Um, like the, the community that they have and the, like the people at that school really make it what it is, and it's super special. And like I, even like before the season even started, I had like my eyes set on that school, I guess my goal school. And then I got off to a hot, hot start and, um, you know, they, they offered me. Let's, let's talk about that hot start. We're only 10 games in. You're already almost at your total from last season. Yeah. Talking to Coach Clint, he said he gave you a game plan in the summer. You followed that to a T. How much is that helping you now? Uh, it's been huge. I just, I worked a lot on like, just like uh, working on my confidence, my strength, and my hands, and especially my shot. And um, it's paid paid off a lot. I feel like I've gotten a lot better. I've uh, stepped into a bigger role this year than last year. I've seen that you and Adam Shankul have had a nice little chemistry together as oh, yeah. well. Talk about your guys' partnership. Well, I mean, I guess it started last year when it was me, him, and Jesse on a line. We were like the, we we're called the Coneheads for a bit. <laughs> that was like last couple months of the season. And then, um, you know, we just built that chemistry there and just followed through this season. I think we played really well together. Now they're calling you the SeaWorld line because you all got the, we got the, the bubbles. bubbles on. So, <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. It's good to go. So being a local guy right now, how is it for you to be able to play close to home? I mean, it's huge. I'm like 15 minutes away from the rink. It's like it's honestly like the perfect situation. Like I get to build other players too, which is always fun. It's welcome, welcome them into my home. And, you know, I just I love being like being able to stay around my parents and I just feel really comfortable, and that's that's a huge part of it. And also, we saw uh, earlier before the season started, you giving back to the community, going down to Kettler and helping some of the younger kids there. Does that how much does that uh, affect you and being able to give back? I mean, I think that's really important because you know when I was a kid, like there, were, I couldn't even think of like an African American hockey player that I could look up to like, that came from around this area. And now there's a lot of them. There's me and Dimitri and Bryce Montgomery and some other guys that are like from Maryland and are starting to really like succeed in hockey. 
and I thought it'd be important just like uh, give back and show show those kids that like they can do it too. Uh, so I was at Laurel yesterday, and one of the parents that was at that event came up to me. I was like, "Oh, I love seeing you there. My kid has been like nonstop talking about how he wants to play juniors and all that stuff, and you know, it was really special." Awesome. Now to to come to deal with your hot start, what do you do to continue and how, what can you put into the effort uh, going game by game now to make sure that you keep rolling with that? I mean, there's always stuff I got to work on. Like I can still add some like uh, poise in the D zone and stuff like that and just better positioning and better stick in D zone. That's something I need to work on. Um, I need to start doing more stuff like that while just like focusing on like rest and recovery and just being able to like, give everything I got every game. And uh, looking, you know, looking at what you've developed into, you went from a guy who was kind of a, a grit guy last year moving up to a scoring role this year. Does that have a lot to do with what your summer program was or just something mentality? You're like, I know I can do this now. I mean, it was a little bit of like mentality. Like I definitely gained confidence from like coming in as a returner. That was, that was a big part of it. But like also this summer, you know, I was working with ProMotion a lot and uh, Pete Laboudier a lot. And he helped me work on a lot of stuff, like especially like one-timers and just getting off quick shots and stuff like that. All right. Well, congratulations on your commitment. Congratulations you. on the season so far and best of luck Nick, going forward. Thank you. I'm joined here by Colin Ronan, goaltender for the Maryland Black Bears. Uh, what a weekend you had. Uh, two shutouts, two wins. How does that help you in confidence-wise, man? That's got to be huge. Oh, no, it's great. Started out the season 0-2, obviously not how you want to start, but mm-hmm. having those two games to, you know, find your game again. I mean, with great help from the team. team played awesome this weekend, but... Uh, yeah, no, that feels good. When you come in here as a new, as a newer player, one of the, uh, and you have so many returning guys, is it hard to gel, or has it been good for you to guys bring you into the system? Oh no, yeah, the returners are awesome. They're all really good dudes. You know, they're very welcoming. Like, there's no, uh, I guess you see sometimes it's like a hierarchy. There's none of that. Not a locker room. Everyone's everyone's the same. Everyone just wants to win. What about the tandem between you and Jack Winnicky? Um, you guys seem to feed off each other well. You guys are having solid starts to your season. Talk about the dynamic between you two. Oh, no, we're really good friends. You know, uh, he's, always, he's had a great start to his season, too, 4-0. It's awesome for him. But, yeah, he's a great dude. He's been awesome with me. No attention, nothing like that at all. We're good friends. Excellent. Uh, so you come from Cushing Academy is where you were uh, parts of three years previous to this as well as the NCDC. Talk about your time in Cushing. That's a very, you know, well-known prep school up in up in the Northeast there. Yeah. A lot of NHLers coming out of there. Talk about the lineage there and, and, you know, how you felt coming out of there and representing Cushing Academy. Oh, no, it was great. It was, uh, it was an awesome environment, hockey. Like, the hockey culture is great. Everyone... You're with like-minded people, people that want to be successful and are motivated and hardworking, and so it was awesome. We had ice all the time. We could skate, but uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't play as much as I'd like to there, uh, but you know, I think I did well when I played and came out uh, first year juniors. I played for the Cyclones in uh, NCDC, and then uh, now I'm here. What's the what's the pace of play or the difference in terms of prep to NCDC to NAHL? I mean. It, in, in just the scope, obviously, goaltending, stop the puck, simple, simple yeah, dynamic. Yeah, exactly. But from what you've seen elsewhere, the, I guess the speed of the game and, and everything like that? Um, I think once you get to a certain level, it's a little bit more blurred. It's kind of just like, uh, you know, the speed and all that stuff is kind of similar. It's more just the play style. Mm-hmm. Like prep was a very, like, run-and-gun structured style, whereas NCDC is a little bit more, uh, how do you say, like, a little bit less structured. Sure, yeah. Like, and so it was a lot more like kind of like scrums, right. battles, uh, like loose pucks, bouncing pucks, stuff like that. But uh, no, having both of them coming in here, I think it's kind of like a balance where the Nall's obviously a great heavy league with a lot of skill. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of takes the best of both worlds and uh, puts them together. When you look at coming down to Maryland, how much did you know about Maryland as a hockey area before you came here? I gotta be honest, I didn't know much. I'm, <laughs> f- 
I'm from Boston, so I I never ventured out here besides going to DC in eighth grade. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's been great. I mean, the Black Bears have a great uh, great fans, great hockey culture, and uh, I'm really happy to be here. Uh, going ahead now, you're building off of this weekend. You guys go to New Jersey. It's obviously division play the rest of the time. What's the message being said in the locker room to you guys? Just win. We got a uh, team success. Individual success will come out of team success, and I think everyone's got that message and. Uh, Everyone's eager to get more wins in the, in the win column. Perfect. Kyle Lerona, thank you, man. Thank you. Thanks to everyone involved in that. That was fun. That was interesting. Hopefully it came out as good as I thought I did as I pre-record this show on a Tuesday. Uh, and I did the, those interviews were done on Wednesday. So we'll span that out. You can check out the Face Off Hockey Show um, uh, YouTube channel. If you want to see the video side, and hopefully the video side came out. If it's not on the Face Off Hockey Show YouTube channel, the video did, ne- did not come out well. So take take that as you will and go from there. Like I said, the Black Bears will roll into New Jersey for the first time. They'll take on the New Jersey Titans. Titans currently 5-5 five and five on the season, 10 points with a plus three goals against. It's always a good rivalry between these two teams. They always play each other very, very tight. It is not one-sided. Um, in the past few seasons, it hasn't been. Uh, it's been very evenly matched, so it should be a good uh, weekend overall for both uh, both sides. Very entertaining hockey. If you're not going up to Middletown, uh, New Jersey, to take that in, you can watch it on NHL TV. Zach McGinnis of the Titans will have the call. A great broadcaster out there. Love hearing his uh, his calls of the game. Not as good as Alex Tano, but hey, you know, we got to give uh, due words due. So if you guys have a chance to check it out on NHL TV, that's the place to go. Um, Hopefully next week we'll have a better setup. Hopefully next week we will sound a little usual. I mean, sounding okay, but what can you do? Um, We will uh, talk about that next week. We'll have a good time. We'll talk about what happened in Jersey, and we'll talk about what happens in the week past, prior to that. I haven't seen the schedule yet. I'm uh, not looking at that just yet, so uh, we'll see what we can get into. Uh, you can follow us all at Defending Den MBB on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us at ch- clutchandcrabhockey.com for reviews and such like that. So uh, that's it. That's all. I'm Scotty Wallace. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Again, Defending Den MBB on Twitter, clutchandcrabhockey.com, where you can get all the updates and all the other fun stuff that's happening there. Um, so check it out. Why don't you? Please and thank you. Guys, appreciate it so much. Uh, more than you know, have a great week. Let's go, Bears. We'll see you next time. Peace.